Welcome to Our Calcutta. I'm Kelly Burt. And I'm Amanda Livermore. We are two cradle Catholics who had major reversions to our faith in our adult lives. After encountering Christ in this real way, we began searching for ways to best serve and love Him. We soon discovered that our world around us, where our Father has placed us, is where we are called to serve. These are our experiences, and we hope that by joining us in Our Calcutta, you'll discover a little bit more about yours. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Our Calcutta. So excited for this episode because it is our first special guest episode. And I have to say, uh, Kelly, we're really raising the bar here today with our special guest because you probably know him from Channel 9. He tells us the weather. So we are very excited to welcome Mr. Brian Shields to our podcast today. Hello, Brian. Thank you for having me. There's a lot of pressure, though. I'm the first guest, so <laughs> this is this is a lot. I hope I don't ruin it for you. Well, we're excited to welcome you. Thanks for being here, Brian. Thank you for having me. We also have gotten to know Brian because he's been a big supporter for us um, at our Morning Star Fashion Show, and we actually got to see Brian MC also some of the St. Margaret Mary galas. So, you know, we've seen you around a little mm-hmm. bit. But... Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised you keep me around. So, But thank you for <laughs> you that. You still got so the invite. I, I, love, I can't get away from I did still get the invite. So was I last on the list? How did that? You were. It was, okay, I was. Yeah, that... <laughs> Darn it, Amanda. It's not the first time. <laughs> he it's okay. Us. No, you were top of our list, and we're so excited to have you to come and be part of our Calcutta. And we can't wait to hear uh, your story and talk a little bit more to you about that. So with that said, do you guys think it would be okay if we opened in prayer? Of course. All right. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we ask you to come be with us today. Be with us and all of our listeners, wherever they may be. Please bless them and their families. Please fill us with your Holy Spirit so that we may go forward and do your will in each of our Calcuttas. We ask these things, Lord Jesus, in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So, Brian, I am excited. I will tell our listeners that Amanda has had the opportunity to get to know Brian a little bit over the last few days, but Mm -hmm. I don't. So I'm here listening with all of you, just as curious to hear all about him and his family, his beautiful family, and kind of his area of interest in in serving the church and Mm -hmm. in living his own personal Calcutta. So, Brian, tell me a little bit about yourself and your family. I want to hear all the details of the Shields (laughs) clan. (laughs) I'll edit some out. So um, you definitely don't need all the details. Your wife's like, "Uh oh. Yeah, yeah, my wife's like, look out. Okay. Uh, She'll have to listen to this beforehand uh, before we put it out there. But no, no, my my wife's name is Amy. We met in college at Villanova and we're both from the Northeast. I grew up outside of the uh, Washington, D.C. area in Northern Virginia. She grew up in Northeastern Pennsylvania in Scranton, which is a really fun place to visit. You go, if you, have you been to Scranton? I Sorry, haven't. total side, side But track. I watched The Office. Okay, Wait, it's, I, I it is. You see, The Office isn't funny because it's actually like that. So that's. <laughs> That's the issue. In every block, it's like a pizza parlor, a bar, and then a funeral home. Oh. So it's that's how, are there paper factories that's how, there? There are. There, I'm sure okay, there are. Okay. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> I don't the know. Premise of the office, but they embrace it there because that's yeah. It's I love Scranton. But anyway, oh. so we have three kids. We met at Villanova. Uh, we've been here in Central Florida since 2006. I went Catholic the whole way through with school. Maybe not preschool, but kindergarten, uh, all the way through uh, Villanova. So Catholic education has always been super important to me. Our kids go to St. Margaret Mary and. They are driving us nuts right now. No, no, we love them very much. So we have we have we have three boys that we love very very much. 
Oh, wonderful. That's awesome. It's good to hear that you guys have found a home and a community here mm. in Central Florida. What brought you guys to Central Florida? It was work. I never thought we'd, you know, growing up, we'd visit Disney. My parents loved Disney. And I never knew there was actually in Orlando, aside from the Orlando you think with Disney. There's a whole city here, and it's fun telling people <laughs> that. So you have, you know, people come here, and they're like, oh, you live you live near Disney. I'm like, well, it's kind of like 40 minutes away. We love Orlando. When, when we moved here, it's such a good community. Uh, there's people from everywhere which makes it easier to come to and live. And uh, we absolutely love the Catholic community here. My wife and I felt so welcome when we first came here. We ended up at St. Margaret Mary, uh, mainly because we were looking for a church that had a school because we were hoping to have kids shortly after. We we did. So that's it. I can't even remember the question. I don't know. I'm just talking now. So <laughs> No, it's wonderful. What was the did Thank I even you. answer it? I don't even so know. So how did you guys, did you were you mm-hmm. able to acclimate into the Central Florida climate easily from being from up north? Well, my wife always said she was nervous about us moving down here because up north when it was hot out and I would get sweaty, I would get really grumpy. So I would get like angry. (laughs) It was like a thing. I don't know. It was a thing. And then when I moved down here, I had an old car and right when we moved down, the AC broke and I didn't want to spend the money to fix it. So I was driving around with the windows open all the time and just sweating. But with that, is this too much? Have no, I gone too far? Great. Okay, you can you can you can only hear us, but if you if you saw the look Amanda was just giving me, but anyway, so I acclimated very quickly because I had no, I had no air conditioning, but now I love the heat, so I love it. I would never go back to snow. <laughs> you acclimated via no car air conditioning. Yes, no Every car. Every person quickly. from Florida right now, as they're listening to that yep. story, that's probably what the look on Amanda's face was. Was mm-hmm. oh my goodness, how in the world did you ever survive no air conditioning yeah. in your car? I did. I feel like that was immersion into it was, and it was quick, and I think I, it may have. Been designed by my wife she may have actually taken out the ac she's like let's just get over it really quickly so but i never want to go back north but well because we love it here at its home but snow i mean come on that's yeah. just crazy talk it's crazy talk well i agree i yeah. i think i would be i would die yeah. in the in the cold weather that's for sure mm-hmm. well that's really wonderful i love to hear people i've grown up here most of my life and amanda has too so i always love to hear people's stories mm-hmm. about kind of re-establishing themselves in the central florida area it's such a neat thing for me just being from here born mm-hmm. and raised well not born i was actually born in pennsylvania so we okay moved. we'll have to get back to that yeah it's just that i moved when i was six months so i'm not sure pennsylvania okay, would claim okay. me <laughs> i'm sure they would claim you <laughs> i'm not sure so you're here in orlando mm-hmm. and you all started your family and then that's been growing and mm-hmm. you know was thinking about how for kelly and i we wanted to bring our guests on because this podcast being our calcutta it's the idea of how do we live our faith in wherever God has placed us. And so for you all, not having had the the roadmap or the plan, Mm -hmm. you know, laid out ahead of you for all of those Mm -hmm. years and twists and turns, but yet here is where God has placed you and with all of these realities. So how has this been your Calcutta? Yeah, when we came here, we were thinking being on TV that you move around a lot. Every couple of years you move around. So we weren't We didn't have one foot out the door, but we were assuming there was going to be another move. And then after a while, being part of the community, we said, whatever happens with jobs, with other life situations that we loved St. Margaret Mary and the Catholic community here so much that that would be, we would stay regardless for that. And then one thing, though, getting back to your question, 
with my job, I do, you know, TV weather and, and that's been great, but it's also given me such an opportunity to get involved in nonprofits in the community as a whole. So that has really opened up doors that way. So I've been able to get involved in the community in so many other ways and develop these great relationships with people and organizations around here. And that's actually what I like most uh, about the TV job is kind of the other stuff and the organizations, whether I'm a board member or just helping out in an event. That's what's been really special to me because I've been able to, at least I think, uh, make a difference in the community. Yeah. So I've only moved to Orlando about six years ago, and so I'm getting to know that Orlando community. But from some of these boards and um, different organizations that you've been a part of, what are some of the ways that you've seen God alive and at Mm -hmm. work in the Orlando community, not necessarily even Mm -hmm. within the church, but in some of those spaces outside of the church? Oh, it's amazing. I remember, wow, it's been about a year now. um, I have a little friend, Chloe, and she's been battling cancer. And I remember sitting in the TV station one morning, and I was um, texting her mom, and uh, they were kind of out of options. And as far as her cancer treatment, it's such a rare, it's JMML, and it's so rare. There are, they don't have any, there's, there's no cure for, for it. There's no roadmap for it. So I'm texting her mom because her mom's a friend of mine. And then on the side, I'm texting Melissa Wiggins, who founded uh, CKC, which is Cannonball Kids Cancer. And we're going back and forth on text. And then all of a sudden, I, I mentioned something to Chloe's mom, and I, I said, Nayara, you know, I have a friend, Melissa Wiggins, you know, she helps, and I'm a board member at CKC. I go, uh, you know, the organization will help maybe find a trial or something. And she's like, what's the name? And I'm like, I'm like, Melissa Wiggins. And then she's like, I think I cleaned her house. And I said, what? And then I went back to um, Melissa. I was like, do you know Nayara? And she's like, the name rings a bell. I think I, I think I know her. Well, what happened was, I got to think of the time frame. I think it was eight years ago. Melissa's son, Cannon, had cancer. And at that time, they needed to bring him home from the hospital. And Nayara runs a cleaning business. She doesn't know the Wiggins at all. She didn't know him at all. She just saw on social media or whatever out there that they needed help. You got to really sterilize your home to bring home a kid that's going through treatment. So out of the goodness of her heart, Nayara went over in, with a group of people and they cleaned Cannon's house and they never, they never met. They just did it completely out of the, you know, giving your talents out of the goodness of their hearts. They left, they didn't ask for it. They just, and that, that was it. And then years later, all of a sudden I'm, I end up being just this little piece that reconnected them, which has been awesome. And then while I'm texting Melissa at the same time, she's like, what cancer does Chloe have? I said, JMML. And Melissa goes, I just got back from San Francisco meeting with the one doctor in the United States that does research in JMML. And we were looking to fund uh, one of his programs or treatments or whatever you call it. So just to make that connection, it was just so bizarre and unreal. And then, you know, they made the connection themselves. I didn't do it. They made that connection by Nayara years ago, you know, going to the home, but just to bring them kind of back. So I think God puts you in different spots. Sometimes it's a little more overt like that and you see it other times, other times you don't. Wow. It's so incredible to hear about how in those acts of love, though, Mm -hmm. your yes and Nayara's yes, yeah. and Melissa's yes, and all of those working together to, to help each other. Mm-hmm. And what an incredible story of love and hope. I love that. And I think that's really emphasizes why Amanda and I wanted to start introducing guests into this podcast, because we definitely feel like each individual person has their own area of the world that God has called them to be. So you've worked on TV in as a meteorologist, and I'm sure some could say that that has nothing to do with any kind of 
religion or work for the church, but each of us in our own way, in our unique place and position, um, are called to be that. So I think that's so beautiful that you were able to be there during that time. And it just goes to show your openness of heart to allow the Lord to work through you and then eventually through both of them. So that's really beautiful. How have you found a way to kind of live your faith in the place that you are on the television mm-hmm. station. Yeah, I try to step back and I try to I try to listen. There's so much noise in the world. There's so much going on. There's so much activity. So I try to just, just stepping back a little bit. I think you know several years back, maybe right when I had kids. You know, I, I love our Catholic community so much in this community that I was eager to help out, and I think I almost helped out too much. As weird as that sounds, and I got too involved, and then you know I felt like I was in some spots that. I wasn't using my talents uh, correctly or, you know, it's kind of a waste of time. Sometimes you end up in spots and you you end up wasting your time a little bit. So I think just stepping back and then at that point I knew I needed to step back and just kind of you need to listen for God and listen to what's in your heart and and kind of reevaluate so that you can best use what you have to serve the Lord and help the community. So I think that was an important transition I made, or at least recognition, uh, several years ago. So I pat myself on the back for that because I was like, this is, you know. But anyway, but since then, I've been involved with several organizations, and I've been involved because you know my heart is there, and it's been so much more productive. And I've been able to help so much more because I was able to kind of listen to where I maybe I needed to be. If that makes sense. Yeah, we talked about that in episode three. Please reference episode yeah. three. If you that's like, a good episode. Let's, I did listen to it. So, go yeah. into that. Yeah. But that's kind of one of the things we were talking about in discernment. And I think you hit the nail on the head perfectly there, Brian. Is That was something that we talked about was quieting that noise of the world so that we could hear the way that God's calling us. And I think you're exactly right that in order to find our Calcutta, in order to find the place where we're called to serve, we kind of have to quiet ourselves down. I think we talked about that too, Amanda, that for me, it means something very different than it means for Amanda and vice versa. And so I think those things are important. Something she may be called to do and serve in this area or in this community is not the same for all of us. So I love that. I think that was really wise on your part. It was, I agree. (laughs) There's a lot of wisdom. (laughs) As you were talking, I kind of was thinking about this and I'm throwing you a curveball because this was not on our written Uh questions here. Because I took notes. So Um, we're getting off track. So in what way has the community of St. Margaret Mary and maybe even, you know, the priests and and the other people in that community have kind of been a support to you and your Mm -hmm. family over the years in building your Calcutta. So with that community, the people there are just fantastic. And actually, you know, I've developed a good relationship with Father Walsh. I call it a good relationship. He's just trying to get rid of me. And Katie Walsh, who's the principal there, who I think is a saint walking on earth. So there's just great people to kind of look up to there. And she is busier than anyone I know. And I don't know how she does it. I talk to her or text her, I think, every single day. And I don't know how she keeps everything straight. Her whole life is just of service, but she is just is is in such a good place where, you know, sometimes I'm like, I think you're doing too much, but she just has such a good perspective on everything. So I've learned a great deal from her. And then for the last several years, Deacon Bill over there at St. Margaret Mary, he's kind of my go-to with life questions and challenges, especially with uh, about my career, because I've always felt a little called to do a little bit more for the Catholic Church and Catholic community. So for the last several years, I've been going to him and I'm probably driving him nuts with different ideas. I'm like, should I do this? Should I do that? And so he has actually guided me uh, through the discernment process of late and really over the last several years. So I'm always trying to 
make sure I'm on the right track to best serve. And he's been my go-to. That's beautiful. Yeah, he's such a great man mm. and a Bishop Moore alum. So you mm-hmm. can ask him. Yep. He, you know, <laughs> learned all of this. <laughs> yes, to talk about wisdom. He's talk a, about. <laughs> he's a man of a lot of wisdom. And the beautiful charism, I think, of, of kind of a spiritual father that he presents to a lot of people has definitely been abundant in our diocese. His daughter is actually my kid's religion teacher. And so you mm. can see how how yeah. that has continued to grow and will continue to grow in the Orlando community. Kelly, I love that question about that church community, though, because I know in one of our earlier podcasts, when we were talking about COVID, you were talking about that being one of the things you missed most was that being able to be together and seeing the people in the community. And and we can hear, Brian, in your story, just how much that community really does make a difference. And we invest into it. I know you've invested a lot of yourself and your family into St. Margaret Mary, but they've also invested a lot back in you and everybody's walking together towards heaven, which is just so amazing. And really thinking about that, thinking about that family, I know one of the struggles in our work, faith, family balance is that focus on our vocation. And, you know, you and Amy came here and God brought you both here together and then gave you this beautiful family. So how has it been working? And I think your day starts at 315. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it does. (laughs) So you should, you you all can't see Kelly's eyes right now. (laughs) My goodness. That's how I feel. Um, So with a day that starts at 315 and all of those additional pieces where you're volunteering in the community and all that. And I know Amy is also very busy and successful Mm -hmm. in her own right. And together you all are raising these three amazing kiddos. So how have you all found that balance? Like anyone, everyone has their, you know, schedules are weird or, you know, things come up. Everyone's busy in their own way. You know, if you have kids or you don't have kids, if you're single, if you're married, everyone has stuff to do. And with a family and a family dynamic, it's just all hands on deck. You know, if someone's not there, someone else is just picking up the slack. There's just things you have to do. I don't know how she does it. Um, We were mentioning the church community before she'll come home from work and then she'll have like extra bags of groceries when uh, and I'm they wouldn't even be for us. And she'll be like, well, didn't you get the email? Because something at St. Margaret Mary would have happened. Someone's home, maybe caught fire or something, and they're looking for help. So you do what you have to do. You, You two do the same. You just go. You just go. Or by the grace of God. Yes. Yes. Amen. (laughs) Good thing we all have forgiving people in our family. Yes. That is the most important thing. That's that's, absolutely. And I will say to add to that, that you said that everyone has crazy schedules, but I feel like 315 wins. You win the the crazy schedule. It's not not bad until later in the day because waking up by an alarm is tough for everyone. It's when it catches up with you late in the day. So, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of of coffee involved. I can't stress that enough. Amanda's starting to see that. So, there's (laughs) a a lot of coffee involved. And he's giving you a few hints. So we're coming to the end of this podcast, but it's actually going to be a two-parter. Kelly, it's also our first two-part yes, podcast. I made it. Continued. So this is, this is really happening? Yeah, this is okay, really happening. All right, good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> right. So this is our first two-parter. We kind of had a feeling that Brian would really bring it for this podcast, and I think we were right. So we are excited that episode six will be the continuation of this. And he's giving you a few hints talking about Deacon Bill helping guide him about some changes in his own career path and also maybe mentioning once or twice that we're getting to know each other a little better. So I'm not going to spoil it, but tune in to episode six. 
to hear Brian's exciting news about where the Lord is calling him next, a new Calcutta. A whole new Calcutta. I'm (laughs) so excited to hear the rest of this story. So please join us for episode six, and we can't wait to be with you again. So for now, we just ask St. Mother Teresa, pray pray for us. us.